The most common objection I get that, well, I've been in this helm for 20 to 30 years and we've never had a surge, uh, which is where I go back to talking about the car accident. I mean, I've never been in, you know, a 60 mile an hour crash uh, where the airbag saved my life. Sometimes that objection is just someone trying to, that they really just, they don't care. They're not doing anything. Uh, and so when we start talking about cars and airbags and seatbelts, that's something that a lot of people resonate with. Welcome to the Waste No Day podcast, a podcast specifically for and about the home services industry as it relates to plumbing, heating, air conditioning, and electrical. More than a podcast, Waste No Day is a credo, a determination, a mindset. It is a never-ending discipline. It is a refuse-to-lose pursuit. It is a wake-up call every morning to waste no day. Now here's your hosts, Brian Burton and Nate Minnick. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Waste No Day podcast. I'm your host, Nate. I'm your co-host, Brian. And we are excited to introduce you to a second round guest. We've brought back Jamie Melliner for this podcast. And we are going to wrap up our series of Riches and Niches by having him talk about the idea of surge protection. So let's jump into it. Jamie, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be back. Glad to have you, buddy. Thank you. Our, awesome. first, uh, our first repeat guest. I feel honored. And, and we feel honored as well. You, As far as I know, and I guess we'll find out at the convention um, in October, but Jamie was most likely the top producing uh, tech in terms of Volt Vaults, which in Mr. Sparky means panel sales in all of Mr. Sparky in 2020. Um, but, you know, even if it's top two, top three, it's still a huge, huge feat considering how many uh, Mr. Sparky employees there are out there. Yeah, it was, it was a good year. Yeah, congrats, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Well, we brought you back on because we wanted to specifically ask you about some of the questions around surge protection here. Now, just to remind everybody, uh, we're wrapping up our series here on riches and niches. And so this is the concluding podcast in this series where we've been focusing on topics along the way. Uh, we've done service agreements and sewers and drains and indoor air quality. And we wanted to get a sparky component in here as well so that uh, we balanced everything out. And the idea behind the Riches and Niches podcast is really focusing on a niche, meaning a specialty, uh, something that is either not done or not done well. Uh, and so with that, Jamie has had a lot of success in whole home surge protection, and we wanted to kind of tap on his expertise here to dive into the topic. Right. I think we have our preconceived notions of why um, whole home surge protect protection is a good idea. Um, and we're, we're not electricians, Nate and I, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but Jamie, now I'd, I'd say your niche is probably panel sales and surge, whole home surge protection just comes with that. But I remember when Jamie first started and first really started getting good and, and changing the, um, changing his family's tax bracket year over year. And that started as far as I can remember, that started with, uh, whole home surge protection, not panel sales. Yeah, it it was definitely where it started. Uh, the transition, at least for me, in finding my first niche, uh, as you guys have talked about, uh, that there can be more than 
one niche, but where it started for me was the surge protection uh, and really just focusing and taking a, a thought process of instead of only offering it to someone where my install would be cut, dry, easy, like in and out, uh, to making the thought process transition of literally talking about it every single time someone did not have one because it is a huge benefit, uh, something that I think everybody can benefit from. Uh, the peace of mind of it is huge. Uh, and that alone, just that thought process of offering it every single time transformed, uh, quite frankly, my income and I think my client satisfaction. Awesome. Well, let's jump into it, Jamie. Uh, what is the deal with Surge? Tell us about it. Yeah, uh, at the heart of it, um, I mean, a Surge can come from many different locations. Um, most common would probably be the power company or like a lightning strike. Uh, I think when most people think of Surge protection or Surges in general, they think their house being struck by lightning and it just like literally being destroyed. Uh, which is possible, um, but the more likely case scenario is that there's these little blips in your electricity, a uh, couple volts here or there that wear and tear on appliances. Um, and that's the, the day in, day out, you know, sometimes a couple times a year um, that you don't see. Uh, it's not like your lights just blow out and this massive damage was happened. Um, you know, much like I'm guessing there are more people that have this little fender bender where they maybe run up over a little curve compared to a 60 mile an hour collision where cars are totaled. Um, that happens, um, but your more common ones are the little fender benders. Um, and so the surge protection is a way to stop that, to prevent that, um, which creates peace of mind, security, uh, longevity in your appliances and the things that you spend money on in your home. Yeah, I like that analogy, Jamie, and talking about the accidents, you know, whether it's a, a, a total situation or whether it's just a little scratch or a bump. Um, but, you know, that long-term effect on the car of hitting that speed bump at 50 miles an hour yeah, or at, uh, you know, uh, grazing the side of the garage door or something like that, it, it takes a toll on the car over the course of time. And is that what you find to be the case with these micro surges? Yeah. And, you know, from the research that I have done, um, you know, it, it tracks that that wears and tears on your motors, things like, you know, your heating and air conditioning systems, your, you know, microwaves, your ovens, you know, a lot of people have these little surge strips on their computers because they spent a lot of money on their computers or their TVs and they want to protect it. Well, those little surge strips, uh, from my understanding and from what I've researched, is, is, I mean, they're really only rated to take a couple little mini surges uh, before they're really not truly doing a whole lot. Uh, and so it's a, people are in the process and thought process of protecting their stuff. Most people just don't think about or are aware that they can protect the wiring in their home, their heating and air conditioning systems, literally their entire electrical system. Yeah, what I find funny is is even m myself being in the trades and before I was a manager of Mr. Sparky working beside electricians in Mr. Sparky for a few years, I never, it never crossed my mind until one of you guys was at my house that I, I have a $700 TV that I bought a surge protector for, but a $2,000 refrigerator that I have nothing on or, you know, expensive dishwasher or electric dryer or washing machine, mm -hmm. all these appliances that cost so much more than, uh, you know, a stereo system or a, 
even a PC or something that I have a surge protector on. But that is something that I really appreciate that, um, you know, I'm, I'm all about maximizing people's systems. And when I'm in a home doing a plumbing inspection, showing them everything they could use to upgrade their system, this electrician just happened to be hanging out at our house and mentioned it to me because he saw one of those um, power strips with the surge protector on it. And he said, what are you doing to protect the refrigerator? What are you doing to protect the the uh, electric wash or electric dryer? I'm like, I don't know. Doesn't that surge protector over there behind the stereo do anything? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, if you you don't know, if you don't know, obviously I, I knew a little better than that. But our homeowners might not necessarily. And it's great that they have these little surge protectors that may or may not do a whole lot protecting. You know, TVs is a big one. I think Best Buy just has just has great marketing and that they have everybody convinced to put one behind their, you know, television that usually costs less than a thousand dollars anymore. Um, but nobody's talking about these appliances that are much more expensive or the entire house, which is certainly the way to go in your opinion, right, Jamie? Most definitely. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Having something on your TV, I mean, if we get one at your entire home, it, it, it's not worth throwing away the ones that you have. Uh, if you already have them on your TVs or things like that, but there's so much more to your home. Uh, you know, I mean, Brian, you've talked about, you know, your appliances, your refrigerators, your ovens, you know, things like that. Uh, A big one is uh, a furnace and an air conditioner. I mean, those are expensive, expensive appliances. Um, and to be able to protect them, let alone that, I mean, ideally, you know, in a perfect world, like I said earlier, you know, your most common things is that little fender bender, that little scratch or ding or dent. But what happens if it is that 60 mile an hour collision where it melts all the wiring in your home? You know, that's a very extreme case, but um, it is something that happens. I've seen it happen. Um, and we have something that can give a homeowner a peace of mind of not only that, that major crash where you're thankful that you have the airbags in your car, um, but you're also thankful that it protects the little things, um, you know, for that little fender bender, like a seat belt. Um, you know, hopefully we don't ever truly need to use it. But for me, what I found at my house is the peace of mind that it gives me uh, of knowing that my home is protected. The stuff that I have spent money on is protected uh, with a quality unit with a warranty to it, even to boot. Um, to me, that it means everything. Yeah, great point about the HVAC system, too, because... Well, there's certainly no more expensive appliance in the home than that HVAC system. Well, exactly. And a lot of our clients have gone through that with us. Uh, you know, we have the heating and air conditioning division, and they know firsthand the what an expensive, you know, unit would be. And when I say expensive, what I mean is that it's not cheap. I mean, no heating and air conditioning system is cheap. Uh, and so we can very easily protect that, which to me, I think, adds a lot of value to their investment. Sure. And not just the um, investment part, but, you know, when's a thunderstorm going to happen? Probably in, you know, late August or something, at least around here, it's going to be 88 degrees and 90% humidity. And you're going to have a thunderstorm and a lightning strike that knocks out your air conditioning system at eight o'clock at night. And now you have who knows how long to suffer through heat and humidity in your home. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, really good analogies there, guys. And Brian, I'm glad you brought up the point about uh, TVs. <clears throat> I feel like that's that's really been a niche, even in their own market. I mean, you couldn't walk out of a Best Buy or a Circuit City back in the day uh, without having 
somebody pitch you on a, a point of view surge protector. If you were buying an appliance or like a TV, a stereo, anything like that, that salesperson was walking you over to the surge protector aisle and it was just like, hey, you know what? You just spent this money on this. Like, this is what you need to do. And it absolutely became rhythm. But unfortunately, so many of those surge protectors, to Jamie's point, <clears throat> don't really get the job done. In fact, many of them are just power strips. They have no surge protection whatsoever or very minimal. And only kind of the high-end ones, when you start getting into significant cost on your surge protectors, are, are going to do a lot of justice. And so, I, I, Jamie, do you find that that concept plays into how you talk about whole home surge? Most definitely. Yeah. I mean, I one of the things that I enjoy is, you know, people know about surges. I mean, they have the surge strips. And when you bring it up and ask them what they do know about surges uh, or surge protection, they're like, that you can kind of see them light up a little bit that they get excited like, oh, well, yeah, I have some of those. Uh, my TVs and stuff are plugged into and then when you kind of expand that out for them and start asking them about, you know, the legit expensive things in their home, they're like, I, I didn't even know about it. Um, you know, so it's, it's nice to be able to offer people something that, one, they already are kind of aware of the topic. Um, and to give them a solution that they really enjoy. Um, yeah. Yeah, I remember, I don't remember when I uh, really learned about surges or when they surge protectors or when they started coming out. But I remember buying a TV at Fry Electronics uh, on the West Coast, probably like 2004, 2005, and, and the guy grabbing one of those and just putting it with the TV. Like, he didn't ask me. I didn't ask for it. He just kind of, oh, and don't forget this. And I'm like, did you just add something to my cart? <laughs> and he said, uh, oh, yeah, you, you don't want a TV without one of these on it. It, it'll protect it from surges and lightning strikes and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, let me check it out. You know, did did a little research or whatever and, and did get it. But I remember being um, just floored by the fact that he just assumed that I – don't, I don't even want to say he assumed. It just – it was happening. Like, in his in his mind, you don't get one without the other. And that is um, – he might have been a little overly aggressive with it, but that is a – something to think about when you're presenting certain things. Um, you assuming as a as the professional, and I did look at him as the professional uh, in that scenario, that you would never do one without the other with your homeowners, um, that means something. It goes a long way in, in terms of their confidence for buying it. Yeah. Such as like you're, you know, you, you selling a panel and you know, including the upgrade of the whole home surge protector for them, explaining it and showing them that you included it. But I, I, I know you present like, here is what you need, full new panel wiring, and it comes with this surge protector for the whole home. Yeah, well, that's something that I think is incredibly important. I mean, when we're doing that type of uh, renovation, if you want to call it that, you know, taking care of their panel, when we're doing it, surge just makes so much sense. I mean, one, they're already talking, uh, you know, about, you know, taking care of an upgrade for their home. Well, at this point, why don't we protect it? Uh, I think that, you know, a big thing for me and why I believe about it so much is I have it at my house. I installed it. Man, I want to say the first one that I installed was back in 2015, but that was the first thing that we did to our house when we got into the one that we're in now uh, in 2018, I believe it was, um, or 17. Um was we got the surge protector. Uh, it's just, it's something that can tie into any panel. 
Um, and so if people aren't ready to look at doing a panel, well, we can still protect their home. Uh, but yeah, most times, you know, it is in multiple of my options when I'm talking about panel replacement or upgrades or things like that. So Jamie, when you look at the concept of riches and niches and, and surge, would you look at surge and say that this is something that nobody is doing or that nobody is doing well? I think it's that nobody is doing well. Uh, I think, you know, it, there are people out there that have talked about it. Uh, I, and maybe it is more to the fact that people just aren't doing it either. I, I think here at um, the Roar Family of Companies, it's something that we are doing. Uh, and we are getting better at it every day for sure. Um, but, yeah, I don't think it's industry-wide um, as a whole point. Um, I think where people can do better at it for sure is even just letting homeowners know about it. I mean, you know, from my experience of doing this for the last seven years uh, is that people get really excited about it um, because they already know about it, at least for their TVs and things like that. It's something that they've already invested in for other things in their home. Um, and so when you even just let them know that it's out there, people do get excited about it, uh, which is really cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about the specifics of it, Jamie. Um, what What is a home surge? How does it install? And what type of benefits would you explain to the homeowner? Yeah, so there's a wide variety of styles uh, and different manufacturers that do it. Uh, my personal favorite is uh, the Mr. Sparky surge protector that we do offer. Uh, I think it is the best unit that's on the market. Um, what you get with that uh, is... One, the install, it doesn't take long, uh, even a tough one, I would say maybe 30, 35 minutes, uh, so really not too bad. Uh, but what that does for the homeowner is, one, it's going to protect their home if a lightning strike or a surge from the power company comes in um, from the power lines, uh, which is the majority of times where it comes from. Uh, and so the idea of the surge and what it does is it will stop that energy from going throughout the rest of your home and damaging things. Uh, at least that's ideally what it'll do. Uh, in reality, though, nothing will stop a direct lightning strike. Uh, the amount of power that is there is it's incredible. Uh, it really is. Uh, and that's where these surge protectors have a warranty that if something does get past them, or at least a good surge protector has a warranty, that if something does get past it and damages things, you've got some coverage to help you out. Uh, so the Mr. Sparky one comes with a 20-year up to $100,000 coverage. Um, that's huge, uh, that peace of mind of knowing, hey, we, we have something to help us out here um, in the event that that crazy strike does happen. Um, but the day-to-day, -day, it's just it's cleaning up your electricity. Uh, it's not something that we talk a whole lot about, um, you know, at least so far, but power conditioning is built into some of these surge protectors. Uh, and what that does is, without going crazy in depth, uh, is it cleans up the electricity coming into your home, enabling your appliances to work more efficiently, which is how you can help see a reduction in your electric bill. Um, there's a lot of engineering that goes behind that. Um, and if clients like, you know, there's demo videos that kind of explain that in much more depth. Uh, but the general basis of it is is it enables your appliances to work on the electricity that they were designed, which means that they use less power. Um, and so at my house, I saw what I would consider a, a pretty significant decrease in my electric bill, at least considering what I thought I was going to get. 
Um, and the Mr. Sparky search does that. Uh, hear that from a lot of our clients where, you know, I've been back and they let us know how things have been going for them. Uh, Jamie, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about something you mentioned there, like the concept of dirty electricity. Yeah. So it's obviously very difficult for a homeowner to see electricity. I mm-hmm. mean, they can see just like the wind. They can see the effects of the wind. They can't see the wind. Right. They can see the effects of non-energy efficient appliances and usage. They can't see it actually going on. Yeah. So how does, what are some symptoms of dirty electricity that a homeowner might see and recognize like, you know, what, what's going on here? Like, you know, are they burning out bulbs every six weeks or what's up? So dirty electricity uh, is something that I can pretty much guarantee you've got. Uh, and the reason for that is, is when the, the electricity is produced at the power plant, um, it's in the form that it's designed, uh, but it will travel through uh, potentially thousands of miles of cabling uh, resistance until it gets to your home. Uh, and what that means is that it's the, the frequency, without getting too in-depth, uh, is, is very distorted. It's dirty. Uh, and so this is, you know, if we want to talk plumbing, and I'm sure Brian will light up when we do so, I mean, this is just like filtering your water. Uh, I mean, when it it's comes... about time. I know, All right? freaking electrician nonsense. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's something that I think a lot of people understand, even with, with plumbing, is that you want to filter your water probably before you drink it or bathe with it. Um, same with your electricity, um, you know, where you don't see the electricity, um, but, I, you know, you've got the dirty electricity. It's just, it is what it is. Uh, and so the bulbs blowing, that's going to be from those little fluctuations in voltage, um, you know, not your major lightning strikes. Um, but, yeah, if you are having bulbs blowing, it can be surges coming into the home, um, honestly, a lot of times, Nate, there, there's not a whole lot that people can tell that like, oh, well, my electricity is now dirty. I'm just going to tell you, if you're not conditioning it, it is. Uh, unlike water uh, in the plumbing aspect, you know, if you've got a really clean well or something like that, your hardness and your acidity can vary per location electricity, I mean, unless you're at the power plant, it's going to be dirty. All right. So I'm sure that you have had these conversations with hundreds and hundreds of homeowners. And I'm sure it's not the first time that somebody came back to you and said, well, Jamie, you know, if I can't see it and I can't see what it's doing, how do I know that it's actually there besides you telling me, well, you absolutely have it. I mean, how do I know that? Yeah, so what's really cool is we have a device um, that we can actually show people uh, what this surge protector does. And so what we do is we it's a unit that we would plug into one of their outlets, um, and then it's basically kind of like a fan motor that we kick on. And it's got meters on it that show how much energy it is pulling, the amperage, things like that. And then there's this cool little button that I typically would let the clients you know use themselves, and they turn it on, which is the surge protector. Um, that it's starting to condition it. And then when we turn that motor on, that spike of when that, how much that electricity is used, it is so much less. And it is like visual right in their face of, oh my goodness, I, I had no idea. Well, of course, you can't see it, but this device truly shows that homeowner that is questioning that, um, what it's doing. So Jamie, wow, that sounds incredible. And like, 
is that a tool that you have? Uh, is that part of the Sparky Search detector built in, or, or what does that look like? It's actually something that we built years ago. And when I say we, I'm assuming it was Scott that had done it, um, Scott Rohr, uh, the owner here. Um, when I came on board, it was something that he showed me and that we had on our trucks. Uh, and it's, it's one of those things that, especially as I was learning about these things, it was invaluable to have it. Uh, and so with some of the newer guys, you know, when they got on board here, um, they were having questions about these surge uh, very quickly. We, we sat down and showed them this device, this tool, and our own guys were like astounded at what it does. And these are electricians. Um, and just think of what that does for a homeowner when they see that that meter is like way less um, just from their own home's electricity. Yeah, absolutely. Seeing is believing in that mm -hmm. case. Yep. So how, how, let me ask you how, uh, how beneficial is it? Because I know we've gone through several whole home surge protectors since I've been involved with Mr. Sparky. And now we finally have one through Bimax, um, our, our, our franchise vendor, Bimax, that is branded Mr. Sparky, which is why we call it uh, in-house here. We just call it the Sparky Surge. How beneficial has that been to have one that's branded Mr. Sparky? I, I don't know that I could put a, a number on that or, or say exactly, but it, it, it's <laughs> You can go huge. year over year paycheck, though, yeah, right? Well, yeah, that, that could show it, too, <laughs> I guess. Um, there's a peace of mind. I mean, the products that we've used in the past uh, that we've had clients like, I very often have them upgrade to ours uh, just by giving them the option that, like, this is us. Uh, people trust our name. They love what we do here. Um, and quite frankly, our product's better. Uh, and by showing them the comparison between, and we do offer other surge protectors. I mean, you know, it isn't just the Mr. Sparky one uh, through Bimax, um, but that is one of our options, and it is our, I would say, our favorite option. I think it's the best product that's out there. Uh, and so them seeing that big Mr. Sparky label on it, anytime that they're walking past their basement and they see the lights on on the surge protector and they see Sparky, uh, I mean, I can't help but think that they at least look at that and feel a sense of peace. I know I do when I look at mine, and that's what I've heard from clients that I've been back to. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Jamie, especially if it's visible to the client mm -hmm. because so much of electricity is not that case. You know, it's behind the switches, behind the drywalls. Um, so if you see something present with a light on it that reminds you, like, this thing is working, it's doing its thing, it's protecting your system, um, not only from micro surges and noise, but also anything big coming through the line, uh, that's got to feel real good for a client. Yeah, I mean, I know it does for me. Um, that's what I've heard from our clients as well. Awesome. All right, so let's take a look at the presentation piece. Um, because whole home surge, I think, is a, a really an untapped market, I imagine there's a fair amount of ignorance that comes with it. Um, now, you've already used some analogies with the, the auto accident, and you've also talked about how a lot of people are familiar with point-of-use surges. Mm -hmm. How do you kind of finish off that conversation? Do you have other analogies or other ways of transitioning from how much do you know about whole home surge into, great, you now have one? Yeah, um, I think that transition, at least for me, is, you know, we, we've talked about it a little bit. Uh, we've asked, you know, obviously asked them, you know, what they know, and they kind of light up a little bit. And then it's a, for me, it's a simple question of, you know, well, if you don't mind me asking, what, what do you have protecting, you know, your heating and air conditioning system, your microwaves, your ovens, the wiring in your home? And 
at that point, most people like they, they kind of sit back in their chair. I mean, at this point, we've we've built rapport. We're relaxed. We're, you know, just having a good conversation. They sit back and they they think about it and they're like, well, I don't know. I, I thought that was my grounding system. Um, you know, the ground rod that they have pounded outside. And I typically explain that, well, you know, that most people do think that um, that's actually not a surge protector. Uh, and we kind of tie into, you know, what that does for them. Um, and at that point, you know, they I start talking about the benefits of what a whole home surge will protector will do for their home. Um, and then it's just a, a simple question of, you know, would they like to, to give this thing a try? See what they think. All right. Well, that sounds good in um, theory, mm-hmm. the theory of the presentation. Yeah. I think it's it's now time for Mr. Nate Minnick to be a homeowner and role play himself for making me do it all the time. <laughs> You've just been this. waiting for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> He's been plotting and planning I, this. I actually want to see Jamie literally sell you a surge protector that you pay for today. Bring it on, baby. <laughs> uh, sounds good to me. I mean, we can start at the point here where I would just say, you know, Nate – you know, we've, we've been going through your system here. Um, you know, I've got your, your tune-up squared away here, your maximizer uh, that we, we take care of for you. Um, Nate, if you don't mind me asking a question, uh, as I was going through, I saw that you had some little surge strips at your TVs. What all do you know about surge protection? Well, uh, it's certainly something that I've always believed is important for your electronics. Um, anytime that I've purchased a computer or TV, I've always felt that it was you know, a good idea to have uh, something there, not only because I probably have multiple things to plug into, but because, I, you know, I, I've spent significant investment on these products and I want to make sure they're taken care of. Yeah, uh, Nate, I'm, I'm the same way. As I was going through, uh, I I didn't see it, and maybe I missed it, and you can correct me. Uh, do you have anything protecting uh, your heating and air conditioning system or, like, your microwaves, your ovens? I, I didn't see a surge protector for them, but I just want to make sure I didn't miss something. Uh, well, the microwave, I think, is hardwired. It is, yeah. So, I, I don't... You're not real sure? I, okay, okay. <laughs> I, guess, so, I guess not. Okay, th- then that would be, uh, from what I saw, that's what I was thinking. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't missing something. Um, it is something that, you know, we would recommend protecting, you know, those things in your home. Uh, it's great to see that you have those little surge strips on your TVs. I mean, a lot of people do. Uh, but from what I saw, you don't have anything protecting you know, your heating and air conditioning systems, your microwaves, your ovens, uh, a bigger factor is even the wiring in your home. Um, we have some products that I think would really benefit you, Nate. Um, is this going to be like twice the size of the one on my TV? Uh, like the qu- bigger, the better? Uh, well, uh, that is uh, a stereotype, uh, maybe the <laughs> truth. Uh, but uh, as we look at that, it is substantially bigger. Uh, we do have options within that. Uh, we do have some ones that are would go for your entire home. Uh, and so what that would do for you, Nate, is that is going to protect everything uh, in your home from where that electricity would come in uh, through your main power lines, uh, such as a surge from the power company or a lightning strike. Um, what it does at your home is it's going to protect everything for you. We have a couple options within that. Uh, if it's something you're interested in, I'd be happy to kind of walk you through what we've got going on with those. Well, I, forgive me, I'm uh, I'm kind of never heard of the idea before. So okay. does, 
like, do I have to run extension cores to this thing or how exactly does that protect everything? Yeah, that, that's a great question, Nate. Um, so what it does is, you know, the majority of surges that would come into your home and damage things uh, is going to come in through the power lines. Uh, and that is either one from a, a lightning strike uh, or, you know, someone hits a telephone pole out in front of your house or in the neighborhood across the street. Uh, all those power lines are connected and that can cause a surge to come into your home. And so basically what it is, is it ties in at your main breaker panel. Uh, and the best way that I can kind of explain it for you is kind of like a seatbelt or an airbag uh, in your car. Um, I don't know about you. Personally, I have never been in an accident where I've needed the airbag to go off. However, I'm really thankful that it's there to protect me in case I do. Uh, and so a surge protector for your entire home is kind of along the same thought process of, you know, hopefully you never have that major lightning strike or surge where it melts all the wiring in your home and destroys all your appliances. Um, but if you do, you're glad you had it. Uh, and same with, you know, kind of the seatbelt. You get little mini fluctuations in your electricity uh, every day, uh, which would kind of be similar to what I'd call like a little fender bender. Um, I unfortunately have been in one or two of those. Uh, nothing crazy. Um, but that seat belt helped me out. And so, you know, the surge protector also does that for you. So to your question, as far as what, you know, it's going to take, um, it, relatively simple, something that I've done a lot of, and it won't take me too long to get you squared away, but there's really no running cords for you to worry about. Um, it gets installed at your panel and then it's hassle worry free. You just walk past it maybe once a month or so as you're in the basement, make sure your lights are on. Okay, so this actually hooks up to my panel, and that's how it protects the whole home? Yeah, um, so there's a couple different options within that, uh, but they would all tie in to your main breaker panel. Um, I can run out to the truck, grab you the different ones, and show you how they actually tie in. Uh, but the my favorite one uh, is the Mr. Sparky Surge. It's the unit that I would say is about the size of an iPad, uh, and then about three inches thick. Um, and so it would sit right next to your panel, uh, it's got four little red lights on it, uh, let you know everything's going well. And then there's wiring that I would run and tie that into your main breaker panel so that it protects everything uh, throughout your entire home. Well, okay. I, I'm, I'm intrigued for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not one to live in fear and say that a lightning storm could burn the house down at any moment, but I'm also realistic in knowing that I just replaced my my heating system uh, last year, and I know how yeah. expensive that was. So you're saying that this product would be able to protect that in a more in-depth way? Uh, it will protect it uh, from a lightning strike or surge. So, you know, Nate, I, I tend to be one like you that, you know, I, I don't live in fear of, you know, the house, you know, wiring being melted because the reality of that is so, so small. Um, but the reality of these little, you know, fender benders, these little micro surges coming in that are going to wear and tear on your motors, um, in that heating and air conditioning system that, I mean, to your point that you just spent a lot of money on, uh, this unit will protect that and will help extend the life of it. And Nate, we, we really haven't dove into kind of the options here yet, but we do also have one that helps reduce your electric bill. Um, it, it really cleans up the electricity in your home enabling all of your appliances to work much more efficiently. Uh, and through that, it helps decrease your electric bill. So that's something that you will see on a monthly basis on your electric bill. So that one's 
personally my favorite, but we do have other options uh, there as well for you. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely interested. Let's okay. take a look at them. Cool. Well, I'll walk you through here uh, the different options that we have, uh, and we can kind of see what would make the most sense for you. All right. Choose an option, Nate. Let's go. <laughs> Bust that credit <laughs> that, card out, buddy. That was, that was great, Jamie. I mean, I like for me, just thinking this through as a homeowner, when you start talking about efficiency, when you start talking about protecting, you know, my ten thousand dollar investment, um, it it seems like a pretty straightforward conversation, and a lot of that stuff lines up with the way that I would think about things. And so I can see how you've had such riches in this niche, you might say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, and the big thing I think comes down to is I, I would say almost everybody at least sees the value in it. It's just whether or not we can find something that fits in their price range uh, and their budget. Uh, but we have things that help with that as well. Um, yeah, our, our clients, absolutely. They love these things. So what about the ones that don't? I'm sure you come across some common objections to this particular niche. What yep. does that sound like? Uh, the most common objection I get uh, is typically from you know, someone that's in their 40s to 60s uh, and is that, well, I've been in this helm for... 20 to 30 years and we've never had a surge um, and that tends to be the most common objection is well we've never had it so why do I need to protect against it now uh, which is where I go back to talking about the car accident I mean I've never been in you know a 60 mile an hour crash uh, where the airbag saved my life but are I, you buying a car without airbags you are not Nate uh, and so you know Sometimes that objection is just someone trying to, that they really just, they don't care. They're not doing anything. A lot of times, though, it is truly someone that just, they don't understand why they would need it now if they've never needed it before. Uh, and so when we start talking about cars and airbags and seatbelts, that's something that a lot of people resonate with. And I've had clients that respond and say, well, yeah, I, I was in an accident like that like five years ago, and it saved my life. Well, you know, that's what the surge protector would do for you in the event of a lightning strike. Um, you know, it protects your entire home. Uh, so hopefully it, it doesn't ever happen. I mean, I would hope that that doesn't happen. But if it does, um, it's something that you'll be very glad you had. And that peace of mind that it's at least given me at my house of knowing I don't have to worry, it, I like it. Yep, the seatbelt one was one I, I always use in a truck myself, and I train often, which is just... How often have you actually needed your seatbelt strapped across your chest? Um, but if you actually ever have needed that seatbelt, you know how much it did for you, despite the fact that you put it on thousands of times and it did nothing for you. The one time you actually need it, it means everything. That's, yeah. a, that's a really good point, Brian. Uh, Jamie, we were, we're running out of time here, and so I wanted to kind of wrap this up by talking about uh, when to enter into this conversation. So I know you personally run a lot of electrical safety inspections. Mm -hmm. That's kind of uh, your particular niche, as it were. Uh, is that the only time that this conversation can come up? Or is, you know, troubleshooting and diagnosing, is that a possibility? What about free estimates, like for a ceiling fan? How does one enter into this conversation? Yeah, uh, I think it's a conversation that happens at every single call. Um, and so, the way that that conversation starts is first and foremost, you're there to do what you're there to do. So if you're called out for, you know, something that needs fixed, you're taking a look and taking care of that first. Uh, but through all of the processes, um, in the 
mindset of being thorough, I would say, uh, is an electrician's job is to get to the panel and to make sure that it is doing its job, which is to make sure power is being turned off if something bad were to happen. And so let alone taking a look at the panel, even if you're there to do a repair, you should know where the panel is at so that if something does go wrong while you're there trying to do something, you can know where to go to turn it off. And so every single call um, where someone is choosing to, to move forward or at least looking to do something with us, um, we, we should be getting to the panel to at least see, at least see where it's at. Uh, and a surge protector is very blatant and easy to see if it's there. Uh, and so through that one, that's how I know if it's even something to offer if they don't have one. Uh, and then two, you know, as we're talking about either one, what we've done there today, uh, and kind of part of the upfront contract. And I know we've talked about that here on this podcast before, um, with Rachel, I believe is who had done that, um, is, you know, that they're, we're going to sit down at the end and kind of go over everything. Uh, and that if there was anything that I saw that I feel would be a benefit to their home or that, you know, is something that should be addressed safety wise or whatever, we're going to talk about it. So, when we get to that point, it is one of those items that is on my work suggested list that we end up going over. That makes a lot of sense. And I think the uh, universal approach for surge has a lot of application here where it can be discussed at almost any type of call because it's such a natural fit into the home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it is, um, and it's it's a natural fit. I mean, if you're there to do a repair, hey, you know, I was at your panel as part of what we had talked about as checking things out. Um, I saw that I didn't see a surge protection. I mean, is, do you have anything that's there, or did I miss it? Or, um, I mean, what all do you know about surges? And right there, you're just rolling into talking about it. And a lot of times, people, like, you can see them light up a little bit, uh, because oh, they're like, oh, yeah, well, I, I do have one. Uh, it's at my TV. Well, right there, you're talking about it. And you've got them already excited about because chances are people have it. Right on, man. Great stuff today, Jamie. I think this has been a good conclusion to our series. This is definitely a niche uh, with riches. There's so many applications for a homeowner to see this. Uh, number one, because they probably haven't seen it before. And number two, because there's so many easy tie-ins to what they already know or already have experience and then bringing that into the conversation as far as whole home protection. So good stuff today, Jamie. Thank you. Yeah, I, it's something I'm excited about. Um, I, yeah, it's changed my life, you know, when I got into the niche of surges. So. Awesome. Well, we can't let you go without doing a couple more questions for you. All right. Uh, so I know we uh, we hit you up with a bunch last time, but uh, we'll switch them up for you. Tell us about the most exciting thing that's happened to you in the last week. Ooh, that's an easy, <laughs> that's easy one. one. Thank right? you for the layup. Uh, we had another child. Uh, so Congrats, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, my wife gave birth to our third uh, little girl, Emmeline. And uh, yeah, it's it's been an awesome experience. So very thankful for that. Yeah, that's fantastic. Three kiddos. Yep. Yeah, kid. three kids, four, uh, almost four, almost two, and now a week old. So, All right, well, I imagine I might know the answer to this, but your favorite caffeinated beverage for the new dad? Uh, favorite caffeinated beverage. I'm going to go with the Monster Ultra Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> going to be drinking those by uh, the gallon. Yeah. She's actually doing really well sleeping, so uh, we're getting about three-hour stints right now. and uh, Yeah, so it could be a lot worse. 
Good for you. Well, let's talk about something that could be worse. Tell us about the weirdest food that you've ever eaten. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say warm goat's milk with a mixture of like herbs and stuff. Uh, I was in Mongolia for about a month uh, in a nomad village, and so basically all they had to eat was goat. Uh, and so it, the goat meat was okay. It was just boiled. Um, but the, it was the goat milk warm drink that they had that, that was, that was hard to stomach for me. I wish you could see Jamie's face right now. Yeah. (laughs) Cause he relives that memory. Yeah. You know, it was one of those things where you're, you want to be as respectful as you can and you know, the things being passed around and it just, it was rough. My uh, neighbor two doors down just got a couple goats. And the next door neighbor uh, recently texted me asking me if they're edible. So they are. Yes, I can tell him he can go ahead. And- <laughs> <laughs> I, I have concerns about your neighborhood, Brian. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, best color Starburst flavor? Pink. Yeah, man. Yeah. for that. I don't know what flavor it is, but that's the one. Yeah. They should make entire bags hmm. of that. I would personally agree. All right. Uh, if you were in charge of the next candle to come out of, you know, Yankee or something like that, what what's the scent of choice? Oh man, man. No, not, not the man. gameplay. What's the burn that? Uh, <laughs> not getting enough in this room, huh? Yeah, there, there's enough of that going around here. Um, I yeah, that that's a tough one, Nate. I I don't know. There, if we could capture that scent. Um, I think this morning walking out, uh, to the cool, crisp air, just that freshness, that, um, yeah, the cleanness. I don't know. There, there was something about walking out this morning where where it was a little cooler that it just felt good to breathe that in. The smell of sparky surge in the morning. Oh, if we could, if we could do a a series, it would be like, you know, the, the first snow coming that, that smell of winter and then the first cut grass smell in the spring. Uh, maybe just rotate those. I'm with you, but I don't think the uh, cut grass candle would smell good beyond like two burns. Then you're like, yeah. forget this. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm going to have to smell it every time I go cut the grass. <laughs> That's not one that you're going to get the repeat where they're buying it over and over again. <laughs> oh, man. Just, you know, in the middle of winter, you're like, hmm, fresh grass. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, Jamie, last one for you. As a father of three, uh, tell us about something you're excited to do in the future with your kiddos. Uh, I mean, coming up, celebrating Easter, um, you know, one, the kids, you know, of course they're looking forward to the Easter egg hunt, but everything that goes in with that. And so, um, I think that's the nearest and dearest, uh, cause that's coming up this weekend, but we just got a playground. Um, and so that was something we got off of Facebook marketplace and I'm doing some work on that and the kids are already absolutely loving it. So looking forward to spending more time outside playing with them. Yeah, good for you, man. All right, that's a wrap for us in this podcast and this series. So we had a good four-episode series on riches and niches. Hope you found it beneficial and exciting. Remember, the idea here is for you to find a niche uh, because there is riches in specializing in becoming either one of many that does it better or one of many that does it at all. Uh, and so riches and niches, um, focus on that, find your niche, and then get really good in that area. And that's really what this podcast is designed to do. Not only challenge you into finding something specialized like a niche, but also challenge you to make more of your life and yourself. There's always opportunity to grow. There's always opportunity to find the next level. 
and there's always opportunity to wake up every single morning and choose to waste no day. This podcast is a production of the South Central Pennsylvania branch of One Hour Heating and Air Conditioning, Benjamin Franklin Plumbing, and Mr. Sparky Electric.